Jumbo, welcome to Jibonge, a podcast where we talk about arts, culture, and technology. Hosted by Sanu Bakaka. Hello, welcome to Jibonge. Today's episode, we are going to shed more light on careers of the future. I guess as you all have seen in the internet, ChatGPT has threatened a lot of people. People don't know which careers to pursue. People are confused on the roadmap they will take. But on today, we're going to shed more light on that issue. We're going to have a guest who is going to speak on to us about careers of the future. I bet you all of you wondering, which career path am I going to take from now on? Since AI can do most of the things that I am capable of doing. I bet you have so many questions that I've left unanswered. And today's episode hopes to answer that big question. What's next? Hope you enjoy. Today's topic will be skills to acquire to be in demand. So I've done some research and to get a list of 10 top skills that one can acquire, that needs not much work in terms of going to school for three to four years to get a degree. Although you can, but it's not really required. And this is something most of the majority of these skills are stuff that you can do even if you have a full-time job currently or actually studying and doing something else. So first one, and all this is that from these skills, please know that these are not the all and be all. There might be other skills, but these are the ones that I've came across and saw that they are the most common ones that one can venture into. So it doesn't necessarily mean that these are the only skills that you can venture into, but these are the most probable ones that you would find success in. So first off is data analyst. So being a data analyst. And the, the format how I'll break this down is, um, I'll give you the, the skill or the career, as well as uh, what it's about and why it's in demand the qualifications that you need, the technical skills that you would need, as well as the soft skills that you would need and how to acquire them. So in that format, so it will be in that type of form because I guess that's the, what it is, the why it is, and how do you get it? So one being data analyst, and data analyst just means it involves the ability to collect, organize, and analyze large sets of data. And with this data, what you would be able to do is identify patterns, trends, and insights. So extrapolating all that information to come up with trends, patterns, and insights. And that's how companies are able to maybe make a more profit on a certain demographic or maybe cut losses at certain trends or stuff that's happening in the market. So just using using large data, analyzing it, and being able to come out with some probable causes that might be able to benefit organizations. And the, the reason why data analysis is um, in-demand skill is because of we live in the internet era, I guess, or information era. And information is key, that's why you need to protect your information and companies do pay large sums just to get information about people. So that's the reason why um, data analysis is actually quite um, in demand skill. And also in the world that we live in, we know that attention is currency. So it is 
if you can take example such as tiktok if a company let's say um, could it be? Um, let's take a banking company so a company that's a bank and then a bank that <clears throat> wants to appeal to the younger generation in order to get them to open up bank accounts at their bank they will probably use tiktok's data and understand what does the young demographic like to see what they view and all that other stuff and with that information they would be able to extrapolate it and come up with an advert that's specifically directed to the younger generation of this current time in order to appeal to them using that information so that's that's an example of how they would actually take that information to know what actually the their the target market is in order to target them better or much suitable for them creating an ad that's suitable for them because i doubt they would want to spend billions creating an ad just based on what they think uh the younger generation are into and you might find whatever they might have is actually outdated information and it might not appeal to them so they have wasted time money and resources creating ads whereas they could have just got information and analyzed and extrapolated it and gotten further trends and patterns from it and get gained those insights so that that's uh, what the, why it is actually important then the qualification that you can get is if you go the route of going to varsity you can get a degree in statistics mathematics or computer science uh, if you maybe don't want to do that you can get some certificates or get some online courses and learn a few programming languages so the most popular programming languages to learn is a programming language called r and another one called python so those would be the two major um, programming languages that you can go and learn online as well as learning about uh, data analysis tools on the technical skills that you would need these are some programming languages that you also need to know uh, one called sql which is a structured query language and this is a programming language used for managing data in a relational database so there's different types of databases then one there's one that's called the relational database and another one that's called a non-relational database which is called nosql but if you learn sql uh, sql then you'd be fine um the sql you can learn it online from youtube udemy uh, khan academy as well as code academy code academy if i'm not mistaken it's actually for free um card academy is also for free uh udemy you might probably pay around about ten dollars a course depending on the type of course i'm not quite sure what the conversion rate but it's around about should be less than ten dollars ten us dollars another programming language um oh yeah okay so i already spoke about python so with python the advantage is with the you're able to Python allows for machine learning, machine learning, so machine learning, and then that makes it that helps you um, extrapolate the data more, um, and, and that will also help you with data analysis as well as visualization of that data with Python language. Another skill that maybe not many people actually 
focus on is actually Excel. So Microsoft Excel, because you need to also put that data somewhere in the, let's say, a visual representation or structured representation for others to actually view. So if you learn Excel, knowing the shortcuts, knowing how to use it to its full potential, that would help you a lot. And the next skill is data warehousing. So data warehousing, there's, it's just being able to manage that data in the process of analyzing it and reporting it. Um, I think that's a bit self-explanatory. It's just warehousing of data. So being able to put it somewhere where people can access it and showcase it and report it or documenting it and being able to report it. Uh, courses where you can learn this is also from Udemy. There's also LinkedIn Learning, so we can also learn from there. I'm not sure about the pricing. And there's another one called Corsa. So what I'll do is I'll maybe just also put, uh, post these in the group chat as well, so that uh, people can go and just reference and know where to learn all this. Soft skills now. Um, soft skill is one being analytical thinking. So these soft skills just know that you can, over time, uh, learn them. So analytical thinking, that's um, data science, analytics professionals need to analyze complex data and draw insights from it. Uh, you can develop analytical thinking skills through practice and participating in analytical exercises and problems activities. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, just bear with me because I'm moving houses to this particular now where I am. So hoping it doesn't get distorted. Um, the next skill is communication. So with that, it's being able to communicate effectively because you want to present this information in a manner that people are able to understand it and not be too technical in explaining these things. So you can develop communication skills to also practice and participating in group discussions, public speaking events, as well as writing activities. So as you can see, it's mostly just practicing and actually just putting yourself out there to be able to communicate effectively. And then also with the data, another skill that you need to do is, or need to acquire is collaboration. So being able to collaborate with others. And you can also do this by also practicing and being in group projects as well as team building activities, knowing how to collaborate with others. And another one is just adaptability. And I guess with adaptability, the only way to acquire that is if you just put yourself out there. So that's data analysis. I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible so it's not too long on the ears. Um, the next skill is, <clears throat> excuse me, artificial intelligence and machine learning. So what is artificial intelligence and machine learning or AI? Uh, it involves the development of machines and software that can perform tasks that typically require human intelligence, such as decision making and problem solving. So, machine learning is the, a subset of AI that involves using algorithms, using algorithms, and to identify patterns in the data and make predictions or decisions based on that data. So that's what 
AI as well as um, machine learning that does in, in a sense. And as you can see, AI and machine learning has become popular because we are moving into that age where a lot of things will be replaced by uh, technology. Uh, example, if you've seen recently what all the chat GPT stuff is, where there's all the AIs that are coming through that are able to give an idea and then they can generate an image for you. So, which is quite crazy because that means whatever you think of, it's only limited to what you think of. So you can just give it instructions and it can do all of those things. So one thing is with AI, and this is just my opinion, is if you are in an industry and you might fear that you might get replaced because of AI and all the other stuff, remember, remember in the 1800s or something, when we had mathematicians and we had mathematicians and then during that time we had the calculator as well and probably they also thought that they would get replaced but i doubt that they did get replaced because we still have mathematicians to this day so see ais and machine learning as a tool rather than a means to that so see it as a tool to help you faster and getting the mundane tasks done so that's just a side rant and qualification in order for in getting a career into ai if you go into the route of uh, going to school getting a degree then you probably want to get a degree in computer science mathematics or any other related field in that matter um, if you don't want to do that maybe just do online certificates you can um, so anything that does with AI learning and machine learning, so that would be probably like a software development um, type of courses. So that, that would be fine. And then technical skills. So a good programming language to learn for machine learning and AI is Python. It's easy to learn and it also is, it is the, the, the standard for machine learning. So if you go and learn Python. Um, then you also will need to learn machine learning algorithms. So there are actually algorithms that should actually be exposed to actually know these um, type of algorithms, knowing how they think and how to draft them down or compose them in a way or build them. Um, and some of them are called like um, predictive models. So that's just the example of it. So you go and learn this also on EDX, Udemy, Corsa, and even on YouTube, if you can just go on YouTube. The problem with YouTube is that you would need to scour through all the courses and it, because it's all information that stays not very structured, then you would need to actually go through the information, which I, I guess the learning is fine. Then the next one is deep learning. That's another technical skill that you need to do. And this involves building neural networks for machine learning. And you can obtain the skills through also online courses or courses as well from Udemy, EDX, and Corsa. So that's deep learning. Uh, another one is natural language processing or short for NLP. Um, so this is also like another subset of AI that focuses on analyzing and generating human language. And that's how 
just example uh, ChatGPT, you'd be able to tell it hello how are you and it would be able to know how to respond it's not that it has some sort of responses that are just predetermined probably i doubt that they do that they have some pre predisposed responses that if someone says this you say this it's more based on the nlp just interpreting the human language from human language to code to the syllabus the program understands and then another one is tensorflow so tensorflow is a software library used for building and training machine learning models and also this you can learn from online then soft skills that you would be able to that you need to learn or acquire is another one critical thinking and critical thinking just like all the other ones it would need to practice and participate in maybe some analytical exercises and problem solving the more you expose yourself to some problem solving activities that's where you are able to be more critical in your thinking because you able you would need to see all different possible solutions to something and it all comes down to practice it's not that you are born with it although some people might be born with critical thinking but it's a skill that you build up um, another one is also communication so communication which is the same another one is collaboration and one that's interesting is creativity because with creativity is that it's cool you might have all of these technical skills but you might need to have some ideas in order to bring something to life and that that's just something that most people might not have with the creativity in it but i guess just um, engaging in maybe if you expose yourself to different people different perspectives and then from there you're able to come up with new ideas and maybe that will breed your uh, creativity and the last skill is adaptability from it and just being able to adapt using these new technologies and adapting and learning from it cool so those are the two skills so far the next one is cyber security and cyber security involves the protection of computer systems and networks from unauthorized access theft or damage this includes the use of security measures such as firewalls encryption and intrusion detection systems so it's more of a security guard for systems in a way so it's almost like that but using technology so that's what you truly are to that's what cyber security is just security for systems and just using those different tools and why cyber security because we are in that information age and people would want your data would want company's data so you need a way to protect that information so you see how all of these things actually come together doesn't mean that you need to only be a one-trick pony because you can be working on the data side or you can be working on the side that actually protects the data and that's another way of it and so that's just how it is so also protecting from hackers and all the other stuff and just just protecting that data in a way that that's mostly what it is and then the qualification if you want to go 
into all of this. Then another one, the qualification three year uh, degree in computer science. Uh, there is, I'm assuming, I'm not sure, but then there's certificates in cybersecurity. I'm not sure if there's a degree in cybersecurity, though. I think that would depend on the institutions. Um, then you can also, there like, um, competitions that, that they actually do online where you can participate on just learning about it uh, one of the cybersecurity competitions there's also conferences um, so you can attend cybersecurity conferences which are also held all, all online as well you can get a certificate from comptia in security plus so if you get a security uh, certificate at comptia in security plus that will be very good or a certificate in, uh, if you get a certificate which is Certified Information System Security Professional, which is SIP, yeah, SIP. And if you can maybe get that, that will also help you a lot. Technical skills that you would need, uh, you would need technical skills in network security because even though you're protecting all of this data, it deals almost with networks. So with this, you can, I know that with network security, you can do this also some courses online and also learn about networks. So you can get a certificate maybe in N plus, so CompTIA N plus. Uh, so with security, cybersecurity, we get a security, a certificate at CompTIA security plus and an additional certificate in N plus. N plus is just for networks. Then another technical skill is penetration testing. This is a type of testing that involves simulating attacks on the network or system to identify vulnerabilities in that system. So that's why I say, they say penetration testing. Um, another skill that you would need. So even these, so all of these, all of these skills, the technical skills, you can learn online and probably at the same places they don't have a library of all of these things all of these online um the next technical skill would be cyber threat intelligence this involves analyzing and responding to cyber threats so that's like just knowing how to actually respond to them and then another one is cryptography so this is a very interesting one which is something that came up recently, which was not very popular before, but because of how technology has advanced. So cryptography is uh, quite important nowadays. So it involves securing, securing communication and data through encryption. Because before uh, information was just being sent, but then find that actually um, people could spoof your communication if they could hack in, then they could see what's being sent. So that's why cryptography has now become more popular. And also another one is also just being uh, technical skill is compliance. So compliance involves ensuring that an organizations follow relevant regulations and standards. A typical example of this is um, what's if i can remember the the certification but it's one to deal with cards for banks so each bank in order to hold it doesn't hold they don't hold your card number because 
if they get hacked, hackers won't be able to get their their card number and they'll be able to do online transactions with your card and all that. So each bank needs to be I forgot what it is, but it needs um, some certification that they need to be. And that, that's what you can actually go study and then be compliant in it and know what bank should uh, be compliant in the certificate. If I can remember it, I'll put it down. And then the soft skill that you can learn is problem solving, attention to detail, just being vigilant in whatever you are doing. So just paying attention to the details, being thorough and engaging in activities that require precision and accuracy. So that's one way to actually gain skills in attention to detail. Another one, communication, adaptability and collaboration. So as you can see from the three top, the three skills that we've mentioned, communication, adaptability and collaboration are quite important. So you should be able to be able to communicate effectively and talk to people. Um, just give me a second here. Sorry about that. Okay, cool. And then the next one is, the next skill is cloud computing. So cloud computing involves the delivery of computing services such as servers, storage, databases, and softwares over the internet. Now, it allows businesses to scale their operations quickly and cost-effectively while reducing the need for on-premise infrastructure. So cloud computing, it's more of, in order to run a business, you would probably need to put your business on the internet. And if you are selling some like a catalog, let's say you're an online business and you're selling some stuff, you probably need to host that information somewhere, uh, have a catalog, all that information and all that in a database that, um, that you're able to showcase that everyone can be able to access to. But the problem is now you also need to make that thing accessible to everyone else in the world and making it accessible to everyone else. If thousands of people are connecting to your system per second, that means it might load up your, let's say your server or your computer. So you need maybe bigger information or bigger machines or much more powerful machines rather that can handle all of that, which costs money and maintenance and all that. So instead of doing all of that, you just outsource it to a different company such as AWS or Google or Microsoft Azure. And they hold that information for you. They do the maintenance and all that. You just host your website and information there and you don't need to worry about the rest. So that's what it actually is in essence. And it's also popular because companies going on the internet and this all the information age and companies trying to reduce costs and make a much more profit from it. So that, that's the that's the thing with it. Um, certificates that you can get, you can get one in computer science and information technology. Uh, if you do the certificate route of maybe just uh, something else, then maybe you can pursue some cloud certifications uh, as a certified AWS solutions architect or a Microsoft certified Azure 
solutions architect. So if you can get one of those, then you'd be pretty good. You'd be quite in demand, especially if you have like AWS. There's a lot of companies are going with AWS. AWS is, stands for Amazon Web Services. That's what this means. Um, so one technical uh, here the technical skills. Technical skills would be AWS um, getting the certification or understanding the hosting websites and applications and the platform on AWS. Also Microsoft Azure, if you can understand their platform, how to host the applications there, and that will be also good. Google also has their own, which is GCP, so which is Google Cloud Platform, and which is almost the same thing. So it's like three competitors. Um, another one which is quite important, which is not fairly old, is Docker. So it's also a platform or tool for running and deploying applications. And yeah, the running and deploying applications and the cloud security. So as we spoke about the security before, so this is more for security for the cloud. So that's one of the technical skills. Hope you have enjoyed this episode. See you next week where we continue to delve on more on the skill set that will be required in the future by yours truly, Son of Africa.